Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three of Just Slap. Stevie, we got a lot going on. We have a lot going we on. We got a lot going on. A lot we got stuff. the French Open. Yeah, um, what I'm are upset. You, what are you? You're, <laughs> you're upset? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little upset. Tell me. Tell me exactly why you're upset. My boy Fabio lost today. <laughs> Mr. Fabio. Mr. Fabio. So what happened? I thought... Like, I thought he was the dark horse. Okay. Right? Like, I'm thinking all the odds are wrong. This guy... He's going to go for it. I thought, honestly, what I thought is he was going to pull a Flavia Panetta on us. Okay. I thought what? he was just going to win the French Open. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, Flavia Panetta won the U.S. Open. And then he retired right immediately, right of after. Of course. So right? just pulled up. So I'm thinking Fabio's like, he's going to win the French. Because he had that run in, uh, was it Monte Carlo or what, tournament, what French Open Master 1000 he won? I think it was I, I think it was Monte Carlo. He beat um, he beat Rafa on his way there. He beat a bunch of players. Well, I really hope that's not wrong because that would be no no no. no. I'm really really Unless I'm wrong, <laughs> I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong, but I think it's Monte Carlo. Anyway, I thought I really thought you know like this is the tournament. Yeah. I thought Fabio was gonna come out. I like I I thought his draw was nice. You said well we, you said right it was uh, he had till the semis like he he didn't. I have thought a tough yeah match. I thought he was gonna make it to the semis and then figure out a way to get there. Right. Um. So a little upset, a little down. But, you know, we'll get through it. We'll it's get okay. through it. But we got, hey, I mean, you're looking at the rest of the draw. I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> this is exaggeration, obviously, but, like, it's it feels like 50% of the draw is Italian. Oh, the Italians are killing it. Uh, it's the destro- Italians are destroying it. it. Doing great. You got Sinner. It's, you know what it is? It's the drop got, volleys. It's all the drop volleys. Well, the drop volley? Just yeah. drop shots in general. Yeah. The, the, like, in, in terms of you watch in tennis, it's like, well, you got, jo- you got Djokovic doing that as well now. But Italians are absolutely killing it. And yeah. all of them... All of them, so young. I mean, except for your man, of course. Fabio. But, but he age doesn't. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm age sad. doesn't. I'm you know, sad. Face I really, him. I was really rooting for him. I was really yeah. hoping he pulled through. But, but yeah, no, Italy's doing great as a country. U.S. As a I country. Love, <laughs> <laughs> what else going on? Italy's doing great. Uh, no, I love how they put like the Americans together too. All the Americans were just playing each other. Yeah, well, so that got, they all you, didn't lose first round. Yeah, <laughs> I that's, that was that's, funny. that's pretty. Yeah, um, um, but so but other other you know other big news uh, French Open, um, other than obviously the 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 very tragic loss of of Fabio Fognini was uh, Naomi Osaka. Yeah, but that was even going news. on before that was going on before uh, the tournament started. We're a little late to the yeah. jump. Yeah, but um, it's okay. We're you know we're still, talking about it now. We'll still talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So break it down. Um, let's for, let's get okay. the let's get the breakdown. So for people, for those for those of you who do not know um, what we're talking about when we say Naomi Osaka, um, and honestly, we I, I I might be missing parts of the story. So if I am, uh, my apologies. But essentially, Naomi Osaka um, before the tournament, before the French Open started, she essentially came out saying that she does not want to do any press uh, throughout the tournament uh, because of uh, mental health issues. Um, she felt that the press, a lot of the questions they ask, a lot of the ways they form, just the entire process, I guess, uh, put a lot of pressure on her. And um, the types of, I guess, the types of questions they would ask oftentimes puts her in a negative space. Um, and she just flat out said that she didn't want that, um, mm-hmm. which, hey, respect. So, and I think what's interesting is that this is kind of the first time a major player, well, I mean, she's one of the most dominant uh, women. I think probably in the world. biggest name in women's tennis right? at the moment. Yeah, yeah for the sure, moment, for sure. Um, but first time, first of all, first time anybody's talked about mental health on this scale 
in tennis specifically. Yeah. Second of all, the first time anybody's defied like tennis rules, right? Like anybody's somebody who, well, meaning like somebody who came out and like protested in, in some shape or form obligations that they have as uh, a tennis player, mm-hmm. um, which I thought is super interesting. So that's kind of like the background. Um, I might have I might have missed something, but so I mean, let's talk about it. So because I'm, I'm I kind of I know the story, but I, I'm a little confused. She. From my understanding, yeah, she um, didn't want to do press first before she withdrew from the tournament. Correct? Or yeah. So it- she, I think, I think the way I understand, yeah. So I think she basically said, "I don't want to do press. Okay. I hope they won't make me." I like she was basically, "I don't want to do press. I'm gonna st- and then they play find the tournament." Her. Yeah, and then she didn't do press because she said she wouldn't do press, and that got all the attention. And then yeah, and then they find her, and then because they find her, she was essentially like, from. Again, I think she was basically, like you said before, we were talking, we you know had a little conversation right. about this before, but she was saying, I don't want to cause any drama. I don't want, you know, right. to bring this. Uh, and then know, she kind with, of, yeah, withdrew. Yeah, exactly. And then Got she withdrew. Um, so what are, your, what are your thoughts? It's like, I mean, it's like, it's, because I think there's, you got to break it up into two different things. Right. Right. You can't, I think it's difficult. If you look at it from like the whole thing, it gets a little blurry. Yeah. I think from the first part, um, Props to Naomi for talking about the whole mental fitness and thing and like mental how she, health, yeah. yeah, like how she like you know was struggling with her mental health and that you know she needed the time away from it and honestly like that's big we haven't really gotten yeah. that especially from tennis I know like other sports have started to talk about it but tennis I thought was lagging with it, um, so props to her I think I I think it's very respectful very res- you know respect her a lot for doing it yeah um, I think it was needed that being said I think that here's my thing okay i think if she withdrew from the tournament and didn't want to do press i think that's fine i think there's, there's no problem with that right right i think though if she's playing or if anybody's playing yeah i think it comes down to like it's like your obligation it's part of you it's it, it is part of the job right at that tournament right now i think you can go into a different argument about whether the rule is right or wrong right right and i think there's definitely arguments to be made about how like you know there shouldn't be a rule on whether tennis players or athletes need to even have the press conferences right. at all yeah and i totally understand that however my side of it is like and i think that there's a rule that i'm assuming that's why they find her but if there's a rule i think that it, it falls under an obligation as a player and again it's bigger because it goes it goes to the media there's a responsibility to the fans that right. want to watch you and I, I totally understand the, the you know that it, she had to take that moment to herself because she obviously needs to prioritize her mental health right and that is a priority however my thing is is like if you're playing and the rule is there you you, you kind of have to do it you know what I mean yeah okay um, now if you're not playing like if it was the opposite of, like so if she withdrew from the tournament first or she didn't want to play because she needed to take time absolutely I don't think you need to talk I don't think you need to say anything. I, don't, I totally understand that. And I think the question here is like, I don't think it necessarily needs to be like what she, what, what she did, whether it was right or wrong. I think the way it should be phrased that is, does the rule need to change? Right. hundred tournaments, yes. right? Like, because here's the thing. It's like, if, the, if it wasn't a rule, nobody can have a problem with her not wanting to speak to the media. Right. I think the only issue where people are like bumping heads, it's like, well, like all the journalists, like you hear the journalists, a lot of them are like, you know, 
she's you know you got to do it even rafa had like the same thing he was like i you know i i I, you know, respect, respect Naomi it, for what yeah, for I, the I stance that. that she took. It, it, it was brave. Yeah. Um, but that being said, he's like, you know, it is what it is essentially, and I'm obviously paraphrasing. But right. so I think it's like I think I think the question. There's two questions. I think number one, it's, you know, do players have an obligation, and should they stick to that obligation? And two, um, does the rule need to be changed? Because I think if the rule changes, and again, kind of if if, if it was tournament to tournament, I think that you know. That could be something that you know we could look at, and because some tournaments can be like this, and we don't, we don't need it. We don't need it. Well, what's interesting, uh, I think the the reason why I'm torn uh, on this issue. Uh, so, when I say torn, I mean obviously if Osaka, like if she has, um, you know, if she's struggling with mental health issues, there's no question like she should do what's best for her. Like 100%. no question asked. Like that's not even that's not even a debate. Um, when it comes to whether the rule should change or not, though, right? So mm-hmm. let's take let's step like go larger scale uh, for everybody. I understand the point where it's like okay, athletes have an obligation to do press because that is part of the process, that is part of the job, right? Like I get that mm-hmm. because it makes the tournament money, meant, it, or it, it makes the 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 tournament money. Um, it you know uh, kind of it brings hype around matches right. and it brings the public in and, and things like that, right? But I feel like the, the, the thing that stood out to me the most, at least with this whole thing, is that the whole point, the, the entertainment comes from the players playing the sport, right? Like it comes from the game. It doesn't come from the press. Like yes, like occasionally, it's interesting to hear what the players are saying, but you don't go to the tournament to hear what the players are saying. You go to the tournament to watch them play the game, right? Yeah. The reason why I'm torn is Naomi Osaka would still be in the tournament if she wasn't obligated to do press. And on top of that, she would be playing better tennis. Let's say she hadn't pulled if out. If she didn't have to do let's press. Say, let's say she hadn't pulled out, right? Mm-hmm. And she was in a positive space. And let's say she wasn't, a, you know, she got to do what she wanted to do. She would be playing better tennis. She would be the best, or maybe not the best version, or the best, maybe she wouldn't be playing the best tennis she could be playing, mm-hmm. but definitely better tennis, right? If you're in a, in a better space, you're gonna play better tennis. So it's like, the, the reason why it's almost like counterintuitive to me to force players to do press is because, look, most play, uh, it seems like most players are willing to do press, right? They want to do press. I mean, a lot of, I've, I've seen many players complain about it before. This is kind of like the first time I'm hearing about it. Um, but if you do have top players who are like, listen, this is a lot of pressure. This is too much. Like this, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. If you want me to perform, I can't do this. At the end of the day, the, the, the core of the tournament is tennis. And if you want your, your star athletes performing at their best and bringing the best entertainment, right, which is yeah. what the press is meant to be doing, yeah. or what, what the press is kind of hyping up, yeah. then why would you force them to do the secondary thing yeah. and have the, primary, the thing, primary. Yeah. primary thing take a hit? Naomi Osaka would still be playing this tournament. She, who knows? She might have won it. That's she a good point. Been, she might have been... You know, and it's far inter- more entertaining to see players like her play in this tournament because she's she's bringing a new you know she's young she's bringing uh, a a new kind of almost I want to say edge to the sport mm-hmm. right in many ways yeah uh, just given her personality and given who she is I mean it, her background is extremely interesting alone just because she's like shy but she's also like I don't, there's so many things about Naomi Osaka that are so interesting and so amazing um, and I think by taking by like focusing on a secondary thing that no one really cares. I mean, 
granted, I can't say no one really cares about, but that I at least don't care about, right? Because um, <laughs> I can only speak for myself. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it's almost like silly to me. My point is this. I think there's definitely a discussion that needs to be had for, you know, about the rule and whether yeah. it needs to be changed. Yeah. But you also have to take it from a perspective of why the rules there originally, right? So, and this brings up the example of Bjorn Borg. Okay. The US Open final. He loses and then walks out. Doesn't stay for the trophy ceremony. Doesn't stay for any press conferences. Just leaves, get, I think goes to the airport, gets on a flight. He's out. Okay. Um, and this is a guy that, who we're talking about had a lot of, you know, mental health issues throughout his career. Probably, right. arguably, one of the reasons why he retired so early. He retired, yeah. 26, I, rem- I, I think McEnroe he was. talking about, about that, how he just, like, decided. And McEnroe felt like, what Dude, the, he had you know, six, six Wimbledons, five, or no, six French Opens, five Wimbledons. And he was 26. Like, there's a whole argument to be yeah. made about how he could have been, like, the best yeah, player of yeah. all time. Grand Slam record the yeah, whole night. Yeah. If he didn't stop at 26. Um, but again, back to the point, which is like, you know, the reason at that time why it was so important, because it's like these tennis players needed the media. Right. And the media needed the tennis. It was just a mutual benef- benefit going on right now. Right. Right. Now, a little bit different. Right. The players have social media. They're, they're their own media. Yeah. They don't need the, 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 the press conferences. They right. don't need like their brand doesn't like grow as much as this media company's brands do right. off that. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they have a lot more leverage. Now, that's why it makes sense why now, you know, we see this, we see this, uh, this, this, this disparity between media and the players. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I think, I think, yeah, there's definitely, there's two arguments, right? I think that's what I said in the beginning where there's, you got to split it up, which is number one, I think you got to make sure that you realize that they're, there are, they are players. Right. They do have these obligations. Right. Right. They have to fulfill their obligations as a right. player to play in that tournament. Right. That's an agreed upon thing. Or take the fine. Right. right? Or take the fine. Nobody's making you do it. Right. You can just take the fine. Um, but then, yeah, there's a whole other side of it, which is like, yeah, you need to have this argument. We need to have this argument and this talk about whether, you know, we right. need this. Whether it's like what you mentioned before, right? Whether it's even in the interest of the tournament to even have this. Because if, right. who knows, like Osaka, if she wins... That's a that brings in a lot of media attention. That brings Spe- a lot of money, yeah, especially considering who she is. Yeah, right. And I, I think, but there's another point, and and this is the last point I'll make is, I I think there could be. All, I mean, it might not have to be two extremes, right? It might not have to be like you don't have to do any media at all versus like you have to do all media or the, otherwise you get fined and and you have to withdraw, or not have to withdraw, but otherwise you get fined. I think there could be. I mean, there could be an argument. Or it could be discuss- uh, there's a discussion to be had around the fact that like maybe the media has to maybe it's also the media's responsibility to to keep an eye out and to keep the best interest in mind you know, or the the player's best interest in mind right or the player like keep an eye out for the well being of the player yeah, they don't care I know they don't ca- yeah that's the point right is like maybe the media instead of just being like instead of asking questions that target uh, you know the, I guess you could make the argument that those questions bring about the most interest but. Instead of asking those types of questions, just having, you know, maybe keeping a, a closer eye on just like exactly how the media approaches it all. Just mm-hmm. because then it's like, I mean, obviously then the argument can be had like, where do you draw the line? But I feel like maybe it doesn't have to be, you know, either or. It could just yeah. be, um, it could be 
I don't know. It, it, there could be, I think, the media could be a little bit more conscious of, of yeah. how they affect. I mean, I'm thinking like, like Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Ha- like halftime. Yeah. They, they shove a microphone yeah. into these coaches' faces. Yeah. And like, they're like, they got so and much like, going on. They got so much going on. Like, it's like yeah. they're down by two touchdowns. Like, they need to like rally their players, and you get this microphone shoved yeah. in the face. And you're supposed to, and what are, you, what are they going to say? Well, they say the same thing every time. We're going to make our halftime adjustments. We're going to, you know yeah, what I mean? And we're yeah, going to get on yeah. it. But it's like, it's like, again, that is clearly a non-mutual benefit yeah, yeah, relationship yeah, 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 there, right. right? The coach doesn't want to be anywhere. He does it because he has to, right? If you ask, if you ask any coach, Tennis I too, doubt they would want to speak during the halftime where they, they have, they're like, they're running in, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got to, they got to rally their team. Like they don't want to give an interview right now. And also, what are they going to say? Yeah. They're not going to tell you what, what, you know, what change, game yeah. changes are going to do. So it's like, it's an interesting argument. It's an interesting argument. Again, I think it should be left up to the tournaments. I think, I think again, if you have, if you start, it's like you let the market dictate, right? I think if you start to have tournaments where, like, yeah, you can do, you can have press if you don't, if you don't want right. to have press, don't right. have press. I think there's going to be a lot more players that want to play that tournament. Right. You know, maybe, yeah. Right. I mean, or at least you might see it. Maybe the same amount of players will play the tournament or will want to play the tournament, but you'll see an increase in performance maybe, or yeah. you might see other changes that just benefit the tournament in other ways that we might right. not even, that might not, that we might not be able to foresee simply because it's like, we, we've never done that. Right. right. My thing is like, as long as the rule is there though, it's I there. think it's an obligation yeah. and you owe it to, not necessarily the media, but you do owe it to, to the, tournament. the f- tournament and the fans. The fans, yeah. The you fans, because that's, that's why they do it. Is, it's about the fans. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's why you're doing it, right? That's, yeah. The fans at the end of the day are the, are the consumer, yeah. right? The media is making money off of it. Yeah. But the fans are the consumer of yeah. that content of what they're, or what they're saying. Yeah. Um, but they're definitely, I do agree that there's definitely needs to be a conversation that needs to be had yeah. about it. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Yeah. I don't know. It, it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more once kind of this shapes out in some, you know, it shapes out into something uh, more just more substantive right mm-hmm. um or with some that's something that actualizes right um whether it be a rule change or or whatnot yeah um so let's talk about let's talk about some college tennis right so we talked about the pro college, tennis college tennis we talked about some current events i let's let's what you know what do you think uh you know i think there's a, obviously there's a lot to be to be talked about but i think it would be interesting to talk about um at least at this case, so when I was going into the college tennis process, right? Mm-hmm. The only reason that I, um, the only reason that I went into college tennis was because my parents told me, hey, trust us, please. This is going to be worth your time. Okay. This is going to be worth it. Otherwise, I was like literally this close to quitting tennis. I mean, sophomore year of high school, I was done. I took a month off. I remember that month I was all day, well, not all day, but every day I was contemplating like, okay, do I want to come back? Do I not want to come back? Mm-hmm. The only reason I came back, the only reason I played was because my parents told me, and I trust my parents, obviously, and they were like, listen, this is going to be worth your time. Tr- finish the process. Enjoy your time in college playing a sport you know, that you've played your entire life. Um, but it would have been nice to, you know, obviously, like, obviously you could talk to people, but I, at that age, I didn't really have that many people to talk to. So let's talk about pros and cons. Let's talk about pros and cons of, of the tennis. whole package. Of the whole package. The whole, you know, whole you're, an, deal. you're you're an individual. You're a young kid. Yeah, you, you know, you're, and both, you know, I obviously like we were on a, a men's tennis team. It might mm-hmm. maybe women's uh, tennis 
teams experience have different experiences. It's entirely possible. Maybe they have the same experiences. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you're a young kid. You're going into college tennis. But broadly speaking, it's about the same practice hours, things like that. We'll just assume college tennis. Yeah, college tennis. Time. Yeah, right. general. Um, but you're a young kid. You're thinking about okay, I've just I've been playing tennis. You know, do I go into college tennis? Do I not go into college tennis? Um, you know, maybe if you're good enough, do I go pro? Do I go college? What are the what the, what are the pros and cons? Right. So you know, let's 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 talk about that. Let's 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 All get right. into it. Well, I mean, you want to start with the cons first or the pros? What do you think they want to hear? What do you, what do you want to hear first? What do you think they want to hear? <laughs> cons or pros? Uh, let's go. Let's go pros first. I feel like there are more pros than cons. Like let's go pros first Fair because. Enough. Let's, let's start on yeah. high note. Yeah. All right. I, I guess maybe it depends who you are. Well, I mean, so a lot of things are in my, like, see, a lot of things could be pros and could be cons, right? So let's take, like, the team, yes, right? Yes, good point. Immediately, as soon as you go onto campus, it's like, and this is something that I noticed, which is, like, you, you almost have, like, this safety blanket of comfort knowing that you have these people that you should get along with, right. that you should be right, really right. good friends with, and that you should uh, like have these people to rely on right. throughout the four years, right? It's like, I feel like when you, and I, I think this applies to joining any sort of athletic team, but when you join an athletic team, it's like, you already have your friends. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and like speaking like from my, my experiences, it's like I met all the boys on the team and that's it. I was like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm good with right. meeting other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like, you're kind of thrown in that environment. Right. And it's like, all right, well, you guys are, you guys are brothers now. So yeah. deal with it. You know what I mean? So it's like, so bad, but the con side of it is like, you don't get to pick your team. Well, you don't. Yeah. And you don't. Well, yeah. And as a result, you don't choose your friends. Correct. Right? Yeah. And I think we were very fortunate in the fact that our team, we, since day one and for multiple years, yeah. like, like, from my freshman year to your freshman year, honestly, maybe even a year before us from the stories that I hear, like immediate brothers, you know what right. I mean? Like we just, we, we went there and it's like, it, and it was effortless. Like it didn't need to be. Now I know a lot of stories where that's not the case. It could be the opposite effect, right? Could be it the could opposite. be because you're spending all your time with the people, like with people on your team. You have mm-hmm. practice, you have, you're taking the same classes oftentimes, you're living with them oftentimes. Like, you know, this is like your entire life for four years. If you don't like them, like rough, it's rough. Yeah, Yeah. because you're seeing these people every single day. But hold on, but yes, you are. So you are seeing these people every day, and you do have a tough time. But at the same time, like you're not strictly stuck to that team, right? Like I was, like for example, like in my experience, I was able to make friends. I mean, I've I've loved everybody on the team, Um, you know, especially since like my freshman year. Like in terms of freshman year going forward, I mean, everyone who I've lived with, everyone who's like. I, I made close friends immediately, like to begin with, and I was very lucky in that way. Mm. But I also made friends outside of outside of the team. So like, there could I mean obviously like, I don't like okay. Let's say you get onto a really good program. Let's say like I'm a I'm a aspiring professional tennis player, mm-hmm. um, and but I realize college is important and it's fun and I want to grow as a person. Whatever right. whatever reasons you have, and I want to take some time and I want to you know. Um, I have all of my friends are doing it and I'm like, okay. And I get recruited to play for Florida, mm-hmm. you know, let's say for example, or one of the, one of the top schools, Gators, champions, shout, yeah, out, shout right. out the Gators. Um, a little upset TCU didn't win, you know, lost in the quarters, but it's, it's whatever. You gotta, gotta rep my boy, gotta rep <laughs> my boy, Alistair Gray. Um, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But it's like if you like sometimes it's just business, you know. Like for us, it was like like for us, it was like it was like these were our friends. These were and if yeah. for a lot of people, it's also that. But like, but that's a pro though. That's also a pro that because is a pro. you learn about yeah. working in an environment with people that you love, don't like, yeah, are how okay with. That. You learn how to manage that, yeah. right? Different people, and that's another thing is like I think this is different from our from our experience, but like. I, from what I've heard from other stories of other players um, in college tennis, it's like a lot of cliques are formed. Yes. We didn't have that. We didn't have that. We, yeah. we had like one big group. Like we didn't have like where like, you know, you'd only talk to like these players and then yeah. you didn't like those players. Well, we had like, players who hung out with like, so for example, like more um, with each other. The seniors, like at least when I was a freshman, the seniors hung out with each other. The, the sophomores hung out with each other. The freshmen hung out with each other, right? But it wasn't. It, but it wasn't it was because it was because they were taking the same classes, or because like right. just naturally they were because they're the same age and because they're in the same year, whatever. You know, they're gonna spend. They're naturally gonna spend more time with each other. So, right. But it wasn't at no point was it like, like was there any clicks. tension? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you've heard stories from other teams where it's like it's like these group of guys or these group of girls were like they don't really talk to the other. You right, know what I mean? right, right. And it's like it, it's just like a little drama that gets started. Like we didn't have that at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I thought that was very interesting. I th also think, so yeah, so you're you're thrown in, new people, yeah. you have to get along. Yeah. It's vital that you get along because that will ultimately be, you know, that statistically shows you will have a more successful team when yes. the team gets along. When yes. everybody hates each other, it's kind of difficult to like pull through in right. important moments, you know what I mean? Because it's like, what are you fighting for? You're fighting yourself or you're fighting for something like the greater good, you know what I mean? For the greater good, The yes. greater good. So... Um, I think that's a definitely uh, a positive. Another positive that I would say is um, you definitely learn how to balance your life, right? So it's like you have to deal with, like think about like what's like a day in the life, right? You you, you have to deal with waking up, right? That could be that could be <laughs> going to doing you know weight training in the morning or going straight to practice or going to class, right? Or a combination of all those things like throughout the day. It's like balancing all that and then you know that you have matches on the weekends you're yeah. gonna have to travel it's gonna be difficult for you to why are you laughing i'm laughing because i'm laughing because you're talking about balance but you were you were the you were the opposite of i mean i didn't balance, balance anything. Balance, you didn't balance i was struggling anything. yeah I mean, I thought, I, you know, I mean, I was, yeah. I was just, cause it was. To be fair, you balanced, no, like you could have balanced everything, but just because you're an animal. But I mean, you gotta the, see, but then. Because you got to make time for certain things. I did balance everything, but I just, I sacrificed things like that you didn't, like, for example, sleep. sleep yeah. Or like, so it's like it probably not the healthiest, right? right? Probably not the best investment that you could make in yourself. Right. But that being said, it's like, you know, it, it was a lot is it was, my point. No, but for it's you, a lot, for what I, yeah. That you got to balance. 100%. But I will say for you, it was, it was especially tough, especially difficult because you were a commuter. That's another thing. That's a huge point. Like... Your balance, your like uh, college tennis, college life balance yeah. <laughs> would have been significantly better if if, I was if, you, if you were on campus. But I mean, I, I was mostly on campus. But, but anyway, that's exactly. But yeah. either way, my point is that, yeah. you know, you have to learn how to deal with like, okay, you're, you're juggling a lot of stuff, right? Um, yeah. And you got to have to, you have to perform on court. You have to perform in practice. You got to perform in the weight room. Yeah. You got to perform, you got to perform in, in the classroom. Like yeah. you have all these things that you're, you're, you know, you're balancing. It's like, sometimes you got to give a little bit more to this. Sometimes you got to give more, a little bit of this. Like you kind of have to work it out. Yeah. You know? So, um, so I think that's something that definitely, it definitely teaches you. So, but yeah, so it's as much, so 
with the the fact that you're playing a sport, right? Mm -hmm. You, and this is at least in my experience, uh, you because you're adding things to your schedule, because you have more going on, because you have practice, because you have lift, because you have, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, we did like some mental conditioning sessions, right? Like uh, we we had a bunch of stuff going on uh, freshman year. I remember we were obligated to do yoga and Pilates. Because we got all those things going on, you have to add those things. Like, that fills up your schedule. So you're obligated to be more efficient and to use your time more wisely. Mm -hmm. So, like, the time you have for work, like, you really do get down to work. Like, you, you don't you don't procrastinate. No, because you can't. And I've always done my worst. Like, if, you, if, you, if I look academically speaking, right, if I look at, like, my season, if I look at my academic year, I always do my worst right after A-10s, right after our conference tournament. Really? Like, always. Always, except for this last semester, but that was because of senioritis. Yeah, like I got lazy, like beginning of the second semester. It's a real thing. It is. It's a problem. It's a real People thing. People should I be talking about. I told you. I told you. You didn't be believe me. I, I told you a year before. I yeah. told you it's a real thing, and you're like, oh come on, you did fine it's for three years. Though. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's crazy. So no. that's that's a that's a big pro. Is like you become more efficient. Um, Talk about some of the cons. Give me some cons. I can't paint this cons. This pathway of. You know, sunshine and daisies. There's also some cons. Well, cons is, I mean, a major con is, you know, if you do, I mean, I guess, but that's like with any friends. But if you if you do have a problem, like it does really like concentrate within the team and it does affect and you do feel like attitude changes. You do see performance changes. There's like a real effect. It's not just like, oh, you got in a fight with your friend and therefore like you're fine. Like you have to play doubles with these people. You have to play like, right. you know, so it's like if you get in a fight, like, yeah, work it out. But if you can't, that's tough. Right. Because it's like it's it's concentrated. Another major con, at least in my experience, is uh, at least for us, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, like like you said, like traveling on weekends. Like sometimes, like it's with school, it's tough. And like if you care about academics, yeah, like that's a like that. Like I remember I was like in a ram. I was in, like you'd be sitting in a ram, like we're we're driving in a van, like going to a tournament, and you have to finish an essay. It's worth like. 25% of your grade and you're just trying to get it done and then you know your coach is getting mad at you because you're meant to like be you know with the team going to lunch or right. like warming up I remember I, I, I forgot to submit a lab this semester <clears throat> I forgot to submit a lab I literally just like slipped my mind and I'm in the van, like, try, I'm driving the van. Wait, so hold on. So I'm the driver. I'm driving. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't, I wasn't that dangerous. I but I'm literally, I'm, dr I'm driving the van. I'm like, holy crap, I got to get this done. I'm trying to tell my teammate what to, like, I'm trying to tell my teammate, like, what to do. <laughs> right? Like, or at least, like, I wasn't telling them what to, like, what to do. But, like, I was telling them, like, hey, can you click here? Can you click there? Can you click uh -huh. here? And then we were there already. So then I was like literally trying to get as much done before we go and warm up. And then afterwards, like I had to like submit, like it's just like a whole um, debacle. It's a whole ordeal. <laughs> it's a whole ordeal. And granted, in that situation, I had a lot of help from friends, um, which made it a lot easier. Right. But like if you do have to like submit an essay, if you do have to do work, if you do have to study for a test, like it's impossible. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. It is impossible to study for a test or exam that you have coming up a week after conference at the conference tournament. That's a, yeah, in the hotel. Oh my god! Are you kidding? In oh the hotel, god. you got a big match tomorrow. Like, you're, you're gonna also, study. You're, you're also. And like, then after you're done. Yeah. After here. the tournament's done, now you're gonna study. Get you're exhausted. Get out of here. You got you got sun poisoning. 
because you've been out there, especially if you're a Northeast team, because you, it's like it's a little bit different, right? You, you've been playing indoors for a while. You just came outside, right? It's a little bit warm, and it's cold in the beginning, but then yeah. it gets like a little bit warm. And then you like our conference yeah. tournament was held in Orlando, yeah. and it's like you go down there with that heat, and it just kill, it just drains you. It, it just really drains does. you. And, this year, and then you got to yeah. study for philosophy coming up, <laughs> right? You got to write a twelve-page paper on philosophy. Yeah. I mean. But I will say this year was a little different because of COVID. Because like you could, like we had certain rules that we had to follow, like mm-hmm. at the hotel, so it made it easier. But like, dude, I'm thinking like freshman year, like we're sophomore year, like going, just living in a trip, like living with th- two other people, mm-hmm. having one person share the couch. Like, it, everyone's across the room. Like everyone's coming in and out. You you started TV. We started, dude. We do you remember this sophomore year, we started. Um, Oh no, was it Dayton? Was it at Dayton? Where was it when we started uh, Love Island? Or Love, uh, what is it? Not Love Island. Oh, that Island. show? Uh, hot, too Hot to Handle. I, I don't think I was there. I don't think it was Too Hot. You were there, dude. You were it there. It was a different show. No, it was, I think it's I think it was Love Island. I think you got no, on the first no, show. No, I think it's Too Hot to Handle. It was the new Netflix one. Anyway, we started watching, uh, or no, what is it? It's. I think it's Love Island. It's a show. Temptation Island. That's what it is. That's what <laughs> That's it what is. That's what it is. Yeah. Some random show. Too hot. Not too hot. To, uh, temptation. Sh- uh, temptation like, well, Island. Too hot to handle. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah. Too hot to no. uh, uh Temptation Island. Yes. And we binge watched. And this is what happened. Wait. This is what happened. So we're literally. We're, we're all. We get. Was it Dayton? What was it? I don't remember what, where it, we were. We're I don't think it was Dayton. I, I, think, I think it was, was Florida. It might have been Dayton. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're I don't, we're I don't at it. We're traveling. We we flown somewhere. We're traveling. We're staying at a hotel. We're all Breakfast. You know, doing stuff. Our coach comes down and is like, guys, guys. He just really threw him under the bus. <laughs> no, <not. laughs> he just doesn't matter. He loves it. Uh, <laughs> he comes out to us and he's like, guys, I just found a show and I've just been binging it for hours. And we're like, and he's like, it's on, it's on, it's on the whole day. It's like one of these networks, like it's on the whole day. It's yeah. nonstop playing. And we're like, what the, like, what, yeah, what, what show? show is this? So we all go and we all turn it on. The entire <laughs> team, the entire team, not, we're not, we don't, like, we're like, oh, what do we want to eat? Like, okay, let's order in while we're watching. Like, what do we, you know, Obsessed. we got a match coming up. Oh, let's, let's see how long, like, we're literally putting on our clothes, like, as we're watching this show. Upset. Like, the whole, like, y- you can't tell me that you're going to get anything done well, while doing see, stuff like here, that. Here's the thing. I mean, that I wouldn't say is, I think it's your That's fault. Not common. That's <laughs> yeah, on you. Yeah. I don't think you binge watching Temptation Island is the school's fault or anything. It's definitely. But it's, but, but it is it? <laughs> dude, it happens in team environments. No, but here's, here's my point, which is like, and this is such a good point because this is, we're going back to the pros for a little bit. It's like, if you have a good team, and, and the chemistry is there and you guys, and this is like, it, everything becomes like, like, like the, t- the, the, the smallest things that you think are horrible actually become great. Like yeah. something that I miss a lot yeah. are the, the, like the van rides. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we that's have like a long bond. trip. That's where you bond. That's where you, that's, Bro, that's where a you, lot you of think happens. like, oh, being forced stuck in this van for four hours, like, like, oh, it's rough. Right. And, and it was, but like some of the best memories I have of our team are on those van rides. This podcast like the idea you're you literally again like, again the, i don't think I, this i'm telling you right now right. man like we're sitting in a van and for like a couple hours we talked about yeah. a couple hours we talked about you were telling me how like 
basically th- this is where you right. came up with the idea like maybe but, not in the van but that's where it was discussed and right. so much of that happens i mean how many how many businesses how oh many, we've how we've many come up with like, come up? <laughs> oh my god i don't even know how many businesses we've come. <laughs> literally we came up with this idea and this is a hilarious story we came up with this idea oh in the van ride driving i think it was from a match we came back from a match we we're like oh my god like like wait a second let's think about like and we we're like how do we start a business well let's think of a problem and then, and then I think so one of the one of the guys on our teams won't mention any names. He was like, he was like, well, after people go to the bars yeah. on the weekends, yeah. it's like nobody no wants to food. walk to the deli to get like a bacon egg and cheese or in the morning. On a snow day, or, or like on a snow, snow day, day. for yeah, example. No one wants to. And we're like, hmm, that's a great idea. We could borrow our friend's car, <laughs> right? All right, and then and then we could do like this little like walkie-talkie system where order. You get process, it. I'll deliver, pick it up. yeah, I'll pop, deliver. pop, pop, yeah. pop, pop. We and we, we and, and Alex drew up a, a business plan. We, both, we had a whole business plan. We both had. We went like we went. To up, the we look. We were looking at what kind of capital we would need to invest to start up. Uh, yeah. What would be our, our return on our invested capital? Like we went in deep, and I'll never forget the Snapchat that I got <laughs> from Alex because <laughs> there were three delis. There were three delis. Two, we, two delis, two main delis. Oh well, well two yeah, main I'm, delis. I'm thinking of okay, yeah. So there are two main delis that we were going to. All of them had delivery from. except for one, in our heads. That's what we thought. So we're like, this is the one. We can we can be like the like the you know. Because no one ever delivered. Right. Like and that's you never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it. And that's probably that was in hindsight. That's probably a. So we, we did all this effort, came up with this business plan, right? That we came up in a van, and then. I get a Snapchat of the banner of the deli, and then right in the bottom right corner it says "free delivery." <laughs> Twenty-four? No, not just free delivery. Twenty-four-seven free delivery. And it, and it, and I remember your caption. Caption was so funny. It was like "game over." Game over. <laughs> but my point is like, um, that that's what great comes memories. Out of it. Yeah, that's what comes <laughs> right? out of it. Great memories. Or 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 it's like it's like the van, it's the hotels. The hotels. My God, how many stories I have with the hotels. I remember one time, um, uh, I, we were in a hotel room with uh, Finn and yeah. Gabe. Yeah. Shout out Finn and Gabe to our teammates. And we, we uh, Gabe finds a, a, let's call it, we, we just oh, assumed there was stop. a bed bug, but some sort of creature <laughs> walking around on his bed. And, you know, obviously, like, flipped out. So I thought of the brilliant idea of grabbing, like, when you know one of those plastic cups, yeah, and right? Just, and we just – and keep in mind, we weren't staying at, like – we stayed at some dingy places, I think. But this was not a dingy good. place. This was Although a really – just, like, a classic Marriott. Well, this was a Marriott. Marriott yeah. hotel. Right, right. The so, classic. Um, grabs the, I grab the bed bug in the cup, right? Bed Put bug. a magazine on it. Let's – Bed bug. In quotes. I, I think, yeah, I don't think it was bed bug. Whatever. It could have been a ladybug for all we know. But <laughs> it could have been a ladybug. <laughs> but we literally grabbed it. We literally grabbed it. We went downstairs, right? I'm in my, bro, I'm, it's like, we're literally like about to go to bed. And me and Finn are cracking up because Gabe has this thing, this little bug in his cup walking down to the front desk. And we go, he goes down to the front desk. He's like, listen, I don't know what you guys need to do. You need to burn the hotel or whatever you do. But I'm not staying in that room, right? Like, I don't know if you're going to call your sister hotel and whatever. I was crying, like literally crying, laughing from this. And and just like, like those memories are so, good. Are so amazing. And so it's like, good. you don't think about it. Like being in, I don't even remember where we were. We were in like Buffalo or whatever, wherever. Yeah. Some upstate New York, like like yeah. rural, like, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, wow. You know what I mean? Like the memories I have, it's like, oh, like what I would do to get those memories back. But again, if you have a great team or you have a, not even a great team, but if you have yeah. like a close 
group of, uh, yeah. of friends or teammates, you know, then that's possible. Yeah. But like now I'm thinking about the con of it, which is like if you don't happen to get along with your team, which again, again, in the beginning is difficult. So don't give up. But yeah. like if it, if it doesn't like come as easy as us, like God forbid, if it doesn't work yeah. out at all, like you guys don't like each other and it's like, or you're like the one man out kind of situation, yeah. then it's like a prison. Yeah. Because imagine you're on scholarship, you're right? You're on scholarship. You don't want to lose your scholarship, right? You're on scholarship. You got to you gotta go to practice. And you're not passionate about the team. You're not passionate about the, you know, just even being there. Every day showing up is going to be like a prison. It's going to yeah. feel like a prison. And if you hear about it all these times, people literally, like, will stop playing, lose their scholarship because, like, they, it, it, like, coming back to, like, the mental health, it's so draining. Yeah. Them. Well, and transferring is a, is a whole Big process thing. in yeah. itself. And if you have already transferred, oh. like, then, like, what, it's just, what like, it's such a... Transfer such again? A, yeah. Don't you, like, lose, like, a year I think of eligibility? Lose, I think, like, I don't know what it is, but you, you there's definitely, I, I don't know. There's so many rules that, um, but, yeah, it's, it's super draining. We talk about pros and cons, right? Okay. Um, but a lot of them have to do with having the right culture. Right, building that right culture where the pros kind of just take care of themselves when the cons are non-existent. Right? Right. Obviously, in the beginning, there are, but it's something that you work towards. Right. My question is for you, you know, I thought team culture is something that we excelled in mm-hmm. at Fordham throughout our years. And we had our, we had our problems. but We had our problems, but like overall, yeah. I'd say like if you had to rate us 1 to 10, right. I'm giving us a strong 9 on, on team culture. Right. You know what I mean, obviously, there's little things you can prove. Every, you can't say – it's like you can't land – it's like, it's like figure skating. You can't give the you can't give the ten, right? But, but, still, you know what I mean. Right. But my thing is like, how do you build a successful team culture with a group of people that you? It's easy to do if you love everybody and yeah. it's catch. It's very easy. But how do you do it when it's not like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's it's actually interesting. Like, and I'll I'll be honest. I'll t- talk about. It. I mean, okay. So I think that they're at least in my experience, right? Like for for. for when it comes to your tennis career, right? I think when you had Victor, Tomas, like you had different people who I haven't been on a team with, but mm-hmm. like, at least in my experience, um, I I almost break down our tennis, college tennis career into two, like when it comes to social, when it comes to the team, like in, in, right. into two separate uh, bits, right? Mm-hmm. So you have freshman, sophomore, junior year, and then you have senior year. And the reason why they're different is because freshman, sophomore, junior year was the same team. Like no one changed. Right. Like there was no, there were no differences whatsoever. This is for your years, I'm saying. My years, yes, yeah, my yeah, years. Yeah. Your, you had freshman year, you had Mine's differences. You could talk about that. Right. I, I can't talk about that for you, but so, but when it comes to me, right? Like it's like freshman, sophomore, junior year, same team. Senior year, you have freshmen come in, um, and what's really, uh, at least in what I found, is like okay, so when it comes to building team culture. And obviously, we could talk about the different things you can do, right, to build to mm-hmm. kind of the, you know, whether when it comes to like, you know, uh, dinners and, and, you know, having a certain approach, right, to, to building that camaraderie. Um, but I, I feel like one of the biggest things to look out for is you don't want to get caught in group, like a, a group think type. You don't want to like gang up on somebody, on one individual. Because that causes a ton of tension. Mm. Like, it really does. Like, we had, and I'm just being honest, like, we sort of had that this year where there were, there was, you know, there was an individual who was was difficult to get along with. Like, not that he's a bad person, not that he's, like, you know, uh, like, 
is honestly, you talk to him one on one. Like I, I've had a conversation, many conversations with one on one. You talk to him one on one. He's a good guy. Like he laughs. Like he, you know, he's a he's he's actually like. He tries, especially towards the end of the semester. Like you really saw that, and like we and we we saw that change, mm-hmm. right? Or at least because obviously we got to spend more time with him because we got you know. But it's like, you you really I think the key, at least, and this is what I learned this year. The key to like making sure that someone is able to fit in is, be mm-hmm. is not getting cut. If something doesn't go well, not mm-hmm. just immediately having the immediate reaction be, hey, like this is like oh we we don't. Mm-hmm like this person or we don't like this group of people or we don't right. like like what this is about it's just being understanding and kind of taking it in right mm-hmm. and that's obvious like that's an obvious thing to say but i feel like just as a found like to lay the foundation i feel like that is super important because i don't think like i mean i guess y- you can talk about this but when we came in right like did you have any like i, I don't want to say presuppositions but did you have any? I like, did. You did. I did. I did. And, and but you guys, but you guys, but you guys so were open, right? And you guys were. We I were, mean, and that, that's why I had it. So essentially, when again, my freshman year, you guys weren't on the team. I had a different team, but also arguably equally as close as our right. team was, right. the more recent team. And I was like, how did, how does it get better than this? Like how? Like honestly, like how does the team culture get better than this? The, and it did in certain ways. So what I mean by that is like, we were very close as a team, right. similar to how we were, but we had issues with some of the guys not. And I love them, but like they, they, some of them, some of the players thought that they were a little bit better, that and because they were better players, but like, made it difficult for the overall agenda. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, right. uh, more individuals, I'd say, right. than right. Yep. than part of the team. Right. And I think that that was something that after a year was cut out, right? It, it, like I would say our sophomore, junior, senior year, my senior, sophomore, junior, senior year, it was all team first. Everything was team first. Right. right? We had conversations that we didn't want to have because it was team first. Like it was right. like, I would say it was a much more selfless team yes. than my freshman year. However, huge by the way. However, yeah, huge, and and, that, and that's some that's a change that we made mm-hmm. to kind of fix our team a little bit, right? Um, so our, my freshman year though, very, very close though, like brothers, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like brothers. And you have to understand like for our group of freshmen that year, we ended up being like the guys that implemented the changes in the culture right, right. since then. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like it changed after us because it's like we saw what worked, what didn't work. And then you guys came in. Now, when you guys came in, right. our thought was, how does it get better? This is going to bring more problems. It might be, again, we thought that there might be clicks now. Right, right. Like it's going to be difficult to like, like imp, you right. know, yeah. integrate these guys that, that don't have the year that we have that didn't have the experience that we had. And it was the exact opposite. Yeah. It was the exact opposite. You guys came and meshed very well, very quickly. And again, it's like, but that I didn't think we worked on. Like that just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that being said, it's like, you can talk about like, your senior is a little bit different. I, I, did it mesh as equally as it did with us? And if it didn't, how were you able to overcome that and still maintain that 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 good culture that you know we had created and implemented? Well, the fact is that we didn't, right? Like I think, but here's the problem: is like I think the reason why we were able to implement a certain culture, right, with, within our team, right, is uh, we were able to do all. We had freedom to do whatever we wanted to do. Like we we could go, like I said, team dinners. We had team, like, I mean, 
you know, someone would throw a party and we'd all get together and we'd invite each other and we'd have like competitions, competitions yes. uh, and we'd have all sorts of like all things that like brought us together outside of the tennis scope. Right. Yes. It was like, it was, it was, it was like we were, we had something in common and we used that to then bond over other things as well. Mm-hmm. That's almost how to describe it. Yeah. And I think that's what was lacking this year. Um, but but it's it's tr- it's true though. Like, you really, I don't know. You really gotta. You got you like have to figure out ways to. I, but that's but here's and here's where, I differentiate our team from other teams. And this might be just the fact that like we didn't have scholarships. It's, it's a whole different. Yeah. Like it's it's so true though. Like we didn't have scholarships. What third least funded team in the country? I don't know how it's yeah. I think that's what it is. There, yeah. yeah, we're like one of the we have like some of the lowest funding in the country when it comes to D one tennis. Mm-hmm. But I think that even though that's such a con, like that's that that hurt us in so many ways. That also like that also brought us together because yeah, we were all we were there. The because we, we, were the we we were there like we were that that's what built the camaraderie in many ways. Yeah, because um, we all wanted to be there. Exactly. We were there for a reason. Exactly. Right. And so what I'm wondering is, and I, I can't really speak on this because I don't know what it's like to have a scholarship. Or like, I don't know what it's like when certain players have scholarships, certain players don't have scholarships, but like, it's like, how do you build, how do you, so how do you build a camaraderie? Like, how do you, you know, I guess maybe it's like, what do you put focus on? So like, maybe tennis isn't the like, it's not the end all be all. But my like thing isn't. I know, but my thing is like, if you have a player who's a, then, who's tough, who's, no, who, you just, who just doesn't mesh with the culture, do you remove him? No. I, I mean, or, or I think he should have the option to remove himself if he so chooses or if she so chooses. That's what I mean, though. I mean, like, like, he, like, does that person need to leave for the culture to be fixed? Or, like, like my thing is, like, if you have a group of guys that are all on the same page, yeah. right? They're like, okay, we're, we're going to show up 10 minutes early to everything. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, implement those rules. And you have a certain amount of people that don't follow those rules. Yeah. How do you get over that? How do you get around that? Right, because that can create a lot of tension. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you add the scholarship thing. Like, what if it happens to be your best player? Yeah. What happens if your number one player doesn't want to do anything? He's like, listen, like I have the best record. I'm undefeated. I don't want to show up do? to yeah. fitnesses. I don't do? want to. I don't want to go train. I don't want to do mental fitness. I don't want to do. I don't want to do it. So. So what do you do as a coach? Like, take it from a coach's perspective. Well, a coach can do whatever he wants. But what? What or he or she? What wants, would you I mean, do? What should you do? Right, because we're talking about building that, that culture, that winning culture. If you do have scholarship, you, let's just let's take both. If you do, then you could do whatever you want. You could literally be like, "Hey, like you have, you have. This is your job. Like you're on a contract. Like this is what you have to okay. do." Okay. Let's say they, then then fine. That's easy. But let's say that you they're don't, not on scholarship. A little bit tougher. How do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like because you don't want to lose them. Yeah, you don't. Right. And you want to get so them do you live? Do you leave leeway with certain players, and you pull the chain on certain? Like how do you? It's difficult, right? It is. It's difficult. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's from our perspective, it's a little bit dif- more difficult because it's like, we didn't have that. Yeah. That didn't really exist for us. It was much easier for us, right? So it's like, you also have to give the perspective of what if it wasn't. Now, I have a little bit of perspective that coming from freshman year, but those players left, quit. Those players quit. The players that were yeah. causing the problems quit because they realized, yeah. like, one, it wasn't making them happy. Two, it's like, they didn't. They they realized like you know, th- there's problems being caused, right. right? And we would have meetings and talk about it, and, and that's something. Communication is very important. Right. Communication is super super important because it's like if everything's out in the open and everything's up front, you can work as a team to get things. 
And I personally believe, I personally believe, like, our team did a good job of, like, calling each other out when someone was not performing. Yes. And I don't mean, like, performing, but, like, work ethic. Like, if you dogged a practice, like, we had no problem telling the other person, like, yo, you're you're dogging practice right now. Yeah, but the only issue with that is that sometimes, but then you get into, like, okay, what if the person's like, no, I'm not. But here's the thing. But 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 they know. But if, if the team is built off love and support and trust, then they, they, they're they like, sure, it's going to hurt and it stings. And you're like, what? No, I wasn't, blah, blah, yeah, blah. But, but at the end of the day, you go home thinking like, no, like there's a reason why he said it. Yeah, yeah. Or 100%. there's a reason why she said it. They're not out to get you. They're out to help you. They're out to, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, I think, I think it's like those team events that we did, the stuff outside, which is why the building the team, like going to team bonding things, like that stuff is so important because it's like, it's basically the bottom layer of a pyramid, right? You have that bottom layer and it's like, then you're able to build on that, yeah. right? If you don't have that bottom layer of like trust, like brotherhood or sisterhood or whatever, like that, that that's that's holding you guys together. Yeah. Then it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. Then it's tough because to, it'll crumble, it's right? Tough to build anything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but I, 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 yeah. What were you saying? I, I will say like as well, like it's it is so important though, like to to extend the relationships beyond tennis. Like it really is. Like when I'm yeah. talking about that, when you talk about that foundation, like even this year, like we weren't like. Again, like I'm, I'm saying because of COVID, but because of COVID, we were not able to do as much outside of practice, outside of like we couldn't, we couldn't just, we couldn't, like, you couldn't have people over, you couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. That few, the very few times we did do that, you immediately see a connection. You immediately, you immediately see that there's some change, that there's some, it's like we're closer suddenly and like you're having a good time and people enjoy it. And you even see the freshmen, like they're, you know, they, they kind of light up and they're like, oh, this is what it's like being part of a team. Right. And it's just like, I think that is, is and I mean, obviously teams do this all the time, but it's like, it really, because honestly, it takes one conversation. It takes one joke. It takes one whatever. It does. It really does just take one thing to then, to build, honestly, like what ends up being a lifelong connection. And 100%. it's like, if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't extend yourself beyond just the tennis team, right? Just beyond the, like the tennis scope, like we talked about. It's like then, then that's when you run into problems. And I feel like that's how you can, instead of having those individuals, let's say you have an individual who's difficult, like you said, right? What do you do? Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just possible that there's just no meshing, right, mm-hmm. with them. But it's like it's entirely possible that, like, you just got to keep putting, you know, her or him out there with with the team. You got to keep pushing it in a way, and in, in, in with the intention of creating a positive environment, creating a, a, tight, a you know, a close environment, and then hopefully, like I said, after a conversation, after a, a party, after whatever, it comes together. After dinner, it, it comes together. And it's like, I feel like that's what one thing that we did really well is we made sure. Like I remember like the first weekend I showed up, we made sure, okay, everybody, don't care what you're doing, can't like cancel it. Yeah. Cancel it, we're going. Team dinner, this, boom. Except for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna name drop. Yeah, I'm name dropping. I'm name dropping. That's not name dropping. I'm not name dropping. But it's true though. It's like, and it really like that. That's what I think is the feeling as a freshman, at least, like coming in and feeling like supported and feeling like, oh crap, like these guys like really do care about me, mm-hmm. really want to like get to know me. Really, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the banter and you get into right, all right, the good right. stuff. Here's another question. One more question for you that I have. Uh, how has your role coming in as a freshman? Versus like you leaving as a senior, like how have like has your leadership changed? 
You know what I mean? Like you coming in not knowing anything, not knowing anybody, kind of following the herd. And then like how does that emergence come from like, okay, like, you know, I'm a soldier. I'm, I'm, I'm the young cat. I'm here. I just came here, right? Transformed to like, no, 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 no. I have to lead, right? Like it doesn't matter if you're captain, not captain, whatever. Like everybody I thought on our team took some sort of leadership role. Yeah. Um, tell me about yours. Tell me when that change happened. How did it happen? Well, I think an issue with me, at least, and this is, again, I think this is just my experience with considering like how our team dynamics like shaped out. But an issue with me was that, you know, freshman year, I was, I, th I think for me, like I'm a motivated individual, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to like do better and be better and have the team be better. And I, and I'm not afraid to tell people like, Hey, like, let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and so I think as a sophomore, right. I like freshman year. Yes. I, I don't remember. I, I didn't think there was any real leadership. I was, it was like Harrison Fabian, right? Like they were, it was just like, okay, you do, you do you. Mm -hmm. Sophomore year was a little bit strange though because it's like we I think we did have captains but it was just like it just wasn't like there what like I think that was like the year where a lot of the teammates took on like equal amount of leadership. Right. But w the problem with me is like my yeah I felt like oh I I should say this I should say that like I should do this I should do that but the issue was that like um you know like as a sophomore you have a so like you have a a perspective that isn't that of a junior of a senior, mm -hmm. you don't understand like where they're coming from. And like the, th the funny thing is like, if I look back now, like as a senior, like after experiencing this year, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Right, right. That makes so much sense now. But as a sophomore, I, I did, I have no idea. So I think though, actually the way my, if, if you ask me about, okay, like how did your leadership change? One, I think that like my leadership stayed relatively the same simply because like everybody in our team was a leader right. in, in some regard second of all the only the, the only thing that if i if i do say the only thing that has changed was the fact that my pers i i gained different perspective and i understood like mm. I, I was able to like kind of empathize with some of the older kids when i was younger mm. right and be like okay this makes sense like i get it he uh, and i commend you for this because you navigated this a lot better than i did Something that I had a lot of trouble with, which is like, I had no problem taking on the leadership role when I needed to. Yeah. But it was very difficult for me. Like, I looked at all of you guys like my brothers first, then yeah. my teammates. Yeah. And like, if someone was doing something that I didn't agree with. Yeah. Or like, I felt it very difficult to kind of like, because again, I didn't want to damage the, the friendship. That so how do you navigate that, right? Because like when you have a team as close as we were, right? Like, and you are such close friends that something like, I don't know, whatever, like someone does something you don't like, blah, blah, blah. But, and then you call them out on it, right? It could damage your friendship with them. Yeah. It, 100%. 100%. It could definitely damage your friendship. So it's like, it's like navigating that is kind of like walking a tightrope. Yeah. What I mean, which is like, you kind of have to like, because oh, again, you want the net positive effect, right? Yeah. Sometimes like you think like, oh, no, no, you should call them out always because that's your job and you're yeah. the, your part team first. But sometimes that can actually hurt you yeah. long term. You know what I mean? So it's like, how, would, how did you kind of like go through those steps into, into like separating the two? So for me personally, okay, so, uh, okay, so, uh, and I'm actually curious to hear exactly mm -hmm. how you did it because obviously like. Um, 
individuals who were involved. I mean, you were older, so you had a different perspective, one, and also right. you were closer as a result of that. Um, but for me, like, I think, like, how, okay, if I were to, if I were to go back now and how to navigate that now, right, mm -hmm. I, I think I, the mistake I made as a, as a, as a sophomore, as a, as a young, as someone who was younger, was I took, like, I literally just looked at the surface level. That's it. Okay. Like, I was just like, um, okay, this is like, they're, they're not performing as well as they used to. They're skipping out on, on conditioning and all this stuff they're doing. Like they're, these are all their flaws. Right. But I didn't ask myself, like, why are these things happening? Like, what's the cause of this? Mm -hmm. And at the cut, and you can talk about this more, but like the, the root of it, I remember there were mental health issues at play. There were like, there were all sorts of stuff. A lot that, of stuff. Going yeah. On. A lot of stuff going on that I just completely ignored. Right. And I think when you go, if, if I had gone and if other people on the team had gone from a, I want to understand what's going on and I want to support this and I want to be, you know, there for your, the teammate, right? Mm -hmm. Or the teammates, however, however many are, are suffering the same issue. Um, then there's a mutual understanding and then the teammate is like, okay, I'm going to step aside right. while I figure this out. And if I don't, then I'm going to step aside, period. Okay. Instead of butting heads and being like, "Hey, like you got to do this," and the teammates can be like, "Well, no, you don't understand what I'm like, what I'm going through, so I'm not gonna like bud because you don't, you know, you don't like screw you." Mm -hmm. Then you have a bunch of issues, right? right? But it's like if you do go through an if you look at the deeper level, because you're right, like friendship is more important than teammates. Like at the end of the day, like the qual like the quality of relationships and things like that, it's a larger. It's just a, a bigger deal. I thought we succeeded because. We looked at each other like brothers. Yeah. That was a big factor yeah. of our success. Well, so, so it's like, that's where, I, that's my thing. It's like for me and, and like the way I try to kind of navigate it was like, you, you almost have to like pick your battles and the way you done, where the way you did it was very, like, for example, something that would never work for our team that could work for other teams right. is like publicly. Like every time someone got scolded publicly yeah. or said, or, or said like, that's not good. I don't agree yeah. with this. Yeah. You're doing this. This is causing this problem. Yeah. Every time that happened, it turned out negatively. Yeah. But they were, I, I know even in the locker room, I've had these conversations one-on-one -on -one where it's like, yeah. listen, what's going on? I love you, but like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that works. went 10 times farther yeah. for our team. Other teams could be difficult, but, though. So, so tell me. So then, you, so okay, because you, you were closer. Because well, I feel like you were close with all individuals, and you had the perspective of all individuals people, yeah. simply because you have you were a freshman, were a sophomore, and then now we're a junior, and then became a senior, right? So obviously, those are the yeah, <laughs> four years. That's, right. that's how but it goes. That's right? how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, that's how it goes. It's like freshman, sophomore, yeah. uh, sophomore year, yeah. junior. It's like I give up. Um, <laughs> But so then, so how, how did you navigate it? Because you said, okay, so you said, I put the friendship before, I, your friend first, your brother first, 100%. and then you're a teammate. 100%. So, okay, but then you're also someone who's passionate about the team. Which is why I would have made it. Winning. Yeah, which is why, so I, what which is why, and this is like a big, we had this talk before, which is like a captain yeah. can't do what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, I could which never, is why you never ran. I could never be captain. Which is I why could never, never be ran. captain because as a captain, even though I think you'd be a you no, but but you would have a job to do. Yeah, right. It's like you it, you're almost like uh, uh, you have to give up the friendship. You have to take the you yeah. that has to take the backseat. Yeah, and I was never able to do that, and that's why I was like. But it's like. 
but you could still accomplish the same goals. Yeah. But in the, I think a big thing was like, like you have to, every person's different. Yeah. So you, what you could, what you do with one person cannot be done with the same thing. This is kind of like managing people in general. Though, but the, yeah. But right. The, yeah. So it's like, you need to have different approaches for different people because they work differently. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, the way I would talk to you, I wouldn't talk to somebody else on our team. All right, guys, that's a wrap. EP3 done. In the books. In the books. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned for next time and uh, stay happy, stay healthy. And uh, as always, just slap. Maybe give us a little like, subscribe. Just a little bit. Whatever, if, if dislike, you want. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever, whatever you choose. Take care, guys.